0: Welcome to the Dare to Pivot podcast, a resource for inspiration and encouragement while you're on your path to purpose. The Dare to Pivot podcast is hosted by Waqia Hayward, that's me, and Barbara Wade, two middle-aged sisters who are passionate about having honest, open conversations with each other and special guests about faith, transparency, and living a life of purpose. The Dare to Pivot podcast is rooted in the Christian faith, and we believe that we are all made for a reason and with intention. However, it's up to us to pursue our purpose. By exploring the four foundational pillars of D.A.R.E., which are decisions, actions, results, and evaluations, we're hoping that women will be motivated to actively pursue their own purpose journeys. Join us as we learn together that it is never too late to be great. Welcome to the Dare to Pivot Podcast. I'm so, so, super excited today. My name is Wakia Hayward. I am your host and I am joined by Barbara Wade. How are you? Hey, and we have a special guest today and our special guest is Yvonne Harris. Let me just do like a little intro. So Yvonne is a mother of six. Um, both of, some of those are her birth children as well as her stepchildren, which makes her phenomenal all by herself because of the fact that she has taken on that mantle. We'll get into that a little later. Um, she's a wife, an entrepreneur, a PM, a project manager. For those of you who don't know, and she's also a trainer. Um, So, yeah, Yvonne, welcome.
1: Thank you so much. I'm listening to that and I'm like, who is that lady? (laughs) That's you, that's you. (laughs) Look, there are only so many women that will
2: claim to be the queen with with six
1: children. Oh, Um, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And you are
2: taking time out for us. Thank you
1: so much. I feel honored.
2: (laughs) Uh, oh my yeah. goodness,
1: The black brady bunch, because they, they a bunch they are a bunch. They're a bunch of somethings.
2: <laughs> now what's the what's the split the distribution between boys and girls? It's three and three.
1: Yes. Yeah, so are you serious? It, it, yeah, so it really is the black brady bunch. Wow. <laughs> <Yep>. How <laughs> unique. That's yeah, awesome. It's um it's three boys, three girls. Um they are 26, 25, 20, 17, 15,
2: and 13. Oh, okay. Well, you're not in
1: Babyville. No, thank God, because... Wow, okay. Yeah, we we made it through. We made it through. (laughs) Only by the grace of God is nobody hurt or maimed. Hey, but yeah. then that, that's victory, then It really <laughs> is. I'm pretty sure they're going to be on somebody's psychiatrist's couch, but you know, all, all I can say is I did the best I could. So
2: <laughs> no, yeah. listen, that's all we all can
1: say, right?
2: right that's <laughs> right. That is right. So that's all. That's all we got. That's all we got.
0: So, Iman, you know, so the reason I want you to come on come on the um, podcast today was honestly because I've been knowing you for you know a while, and the thing that I've admired most about you is how you have been so, um, I guess resilient is a good word. I think about I think about you, and I all and, and also just diligent in your pursuits to you know uh, overcome. Yeah, it's <laughs> like my best my best <laughs> thing. So, um, I you've already talked about how you know you have this Brady bunch, this this mix of children and everything like that. So the whole purpose of our podcast, as you know. Is to pretty much sit here and be a source of inspiration for women who are above, who are of a certain age right. who now want to go off and do this big thing, like do this significant pivot in their lives towards greatness. Yeah, the greatness <laughs> that you have to find. Right. right. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit, right? So what is that thing? If you had to think about your story that you want to tell, what is that pivot point for you, and what did that look like? You know what I'm saying?
1: oh wow um pivot point <laughs> there there really have been so many <laughs> i mm-hmm. think i think the the biggest pivot point for me was um getting married and really that was like the the most adult thing um mm-hmm. because at that point I really realized um i really realized that. Not only so for so long, I had been a single mom, right? And I just did it, and I just worked, and you know, did all the things to make sure that we were good. But getting married, and, and my kids were connected to me, and I knew because they were from me, they were my responsibility. Their futures were my responsibility, and I took stock in that. When I got married, it w- it became very different because it was it, it became this very diligent, very conscious choice to be in Mm. this relationship, be in, be a role model for these children and, you know, be present. And I don't think I, I had done that prior, you know, being a single mom. I think I just, I was just doing and trying the best that I could to survive and be becoming a wife and becoming this staple in, in our, in our family unit really taught me that I couldn't, that, you know, my sort of bad habits of being, of of kind of being selfish and kind of, you know, haphazard, I, I probably would say was no longer serving me or where I wanted to be. So I needed to, step up and you know and it was my responsibility I chose to put my family on my back I chose to be in this place so I I had to continue to do all the things to ensure that their connections to me and what God had placed in my responsibility was 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 governed accordingly so I think for me (laughs) I think that for me, was cert- was absolutely my pivot point where I really started looking at things and and life and choices very differently. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. How old were you when you got married?
1: I was thirty five. It was crazy because, Ooh, okay. yeah, we yeah. we had been together for a while, kind of just doing a this this thing. I don't, you know, we I, I always tell, and I, I'm sure I've told you this before, YK. We grew up together. We. Ronnie and I had been together for quite a while um and ju- and we just did the sort of back and forth we're together we're not together we broke up for some time was dating other people and um and sort and then came back together um that's another story for another day probably with <laughs> 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 you know <laughs> some fuzzy <laughs> I like a lot little- <laughs> Some we're gonna need some fuzzy socks and and some coffee and some hot chocolate. So. <laughs> but we 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 really but we really matured and kind of like decided like a- absolutely stop playing. Like let's and we got married at thirty I got married at 35, yeah. So
2: hmm no the, the, uh it especially if you have a relationship that was okay the you know the way it was mm-hmm. to to
1: say that again, I couldn't hear you i'm sorry um um
2: I, I, oh, oh i, I believe that was a
1: because i i i didn't give a lot of stock to so i i i didn't give a lot of stock to putting things in order for a long time in my life because I just did. I just, I did, I needed to go to school. I did it. I needed to get a job. I did it. I needed to, you know, move out. I did it. I need, you know, so there was not this attention that in, at least for me that I paid to sitting my behind down, putting things in order, having, order having some, you, what's the word when you, uh, the, uh, I guess consistency. I didn't have, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I did, I absolutely did not make those things a priority. So yeah, <laughs> you know, when you, be, when you decide to get married and you, you get other people in your house that you have to take care of who have their own, they have to be at this football game and that football game. It It absolutely makes you become way more, regimented about you know doing what you need to do and showing up for showing up for them
0: absolutely do, would you feel is this the was there like a significant point so like when you just got married did that just turn on like did that this whole new way of life, this whole new thought process that just turned on from day one, like <laughs> get <getting> married today. <laughs> and then to like, I think once you got married, like
1: on the 15th like, or the 15th or something, and you got like, the next day, you was just like, Yup, this is where I am. Absolutely just, not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have this picture in your head, and I think, and uh, I believe that some of my friends had gotten married after I did it, you know. It's, 36 37 and I, and so I talk to them and I know I'm not alone. Sometimes you get ma- when you get married or you make these big commitments in your life. In your mind you have a picture of how it should be. should, yes. should be in air quotes. You know, you have set up the story in your mind like we're going to do X, and we're gonna be this, and it's gonna look like this, and we'll, you know, have dinner by six, and you know, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you need it. It. <laughs> This is not exactly, not exactly at all. So you know, it kind, so it did. It, it was not like that what I thought it would be. You know, it like you said. So some of my kids are. Um, have bonus parents and their bonus parents came with their ideals and input on how they wanted their biological children to be raised. And that input kind of spilled over into our relationship and how he and I both handled out our kids. Other parents previously um, didn't exactly mesh. It no longer served us for who we were now as a unit. And, you know, that, um, the kids also getting used to acclimating to now sort of having to live together in this new family unit and dealing with that. Um, my daughters joke now because uh we the uh Kayla and Aaron are five years apart and they're they're probably the closest and Kayla and Aaron joke now. Kayla's always like, Remember she didn't want me, remember she didn't want me to be here? <laughs> It's true. Erin <laughs> did not want. Erin was not about the whole, you know, blended family business, and so we had to deal with a lot of those a lot of those issues that came up. They're super close now. Erin's um, so protective of her sister, and um, they're they're really um, close. But it doesn't work out. None of it works out the way that you think, and you really have to kind of stay steadfast in. The choices that you make and don't let the bumps and bruises of what reality brings get you off kilter from what, from your commitment, because there was it absolutely right. was not. I even was not who I thought or who I made up to be in my mind, who I was in reality and then who I was in my mind were two totally different people. I thought I was going to make this thing work, honey. And then Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. got, and then I'm smack dab into it. I'm stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. You know, there were plenty of times I felt like I was, I was alone um, because, you know, my husband also was, you know, acclimating to being a husband. So, you know, it, it took a, it took a lot of work for us to really get to a place where we're super good now. Like he is 100% my partner and I, I love Mr. Harris, but and and oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: myself like so that. Let me just say that for
1: the record. He knows it already to be true, you he know. Does. You, know and he you know, he does like he is Tell <laughs> you so <he> what, man, <laughs> that that thing took some work. Honey, honey, honey. We ain't gonna talk about that on this right. podcast, we right? That. But I
0: love, so yeah. Alrighty, so, question. All right, Yvonne, so tell us more about how you make your decisions. Like, like what kind of questions do you ask yourself when you're making these decisions? Like, you, like, you know, you say when you got married. That's, that's different, right? Because that's one of those decisions you make with sort of with the heart. But when right. you decide to go on, you know, become an entrepreneur, how would you go through that decision-making process? Because now you got your children, your real job during the day, and you decide mm-hmm. to not
1: the company. What questions do you ask yourself? So um, I kind of go through, so I really do go through this kind of almost a beat up session in my head because I, I I go through things like, how in the heck are you going to do this? Does this make sense to you? Where are you going to get the money from? What's going to happen when? Who's going to do this? You know, you're still going to have to take care of the stuff in the house. Where are you going to get the money from? so <laughs> it's like this constant thing and so the some of the answers like one of the things i constantly tell myself is god hasn't brought you this far to leave you remember that time your lights were off you got the lights back on remember that time we couldn't pay the rent we almost got set out like remember god's always been there for you and so we, we even though I promise you on every single time I make these big decisions this thought process goes through my head my my hands get clammy I still kind of get tight in the chest um even to this day when I make when I make business calls um for I I, I constantly have to reach out to folks who are going after different contracts and different um different work and subcontracting and our co- contracting in general um you have to build up so much Past performance, and you kind of do that through subcontracting, but you have to build relationships. A lot of um, the, the the consulting and contracting work, it really is about the relationships that you build. And so, when I need to kind of work on a new relationship, or I i I have to sort of put myself out of my comfort zone, those questions come in my head, and I I still feel I still feel uneasy. I still feel a little a little stomach ache but the other thing I say to myself is so what do the shit Mm. do the stuff do it
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and so I just do it and I I envision myself Mm -hmm. literally jumping off the side of a cliff and jumping and and just doing it and that makes me send the email Mm. call the person call the person back ask for what i want and really just put myself in a position that sometimes i that that i don't always think is worthy of who i am or worthy of i don't know if worthy is the right word but i, I don't always feel worthy of but i do tell myself do it so what so what you scared and <laughs> right <laughs> so so that's like the little beat up session that I have with myself. <laughs> Stupid. <Steven. laughs>
0: so, so wait a minute. So wait, it, it totally works. So I no, it works. That's just the way you just, you know, you, you handle your fear. You literally just say, I'm at this cliff and I'm just going to jump. I'm just going to jump. Like you don't even, you don't even worry about, even though I know initially you said you would ask yourself these questions like, where's the money going to come from? What if this happens? How am I still going to be able to do this? How am I going to do this? Where's the money coming from? Like even though these are the questions you sort of ask, but I love how you still it's almost like you're asking those questions as you're walking to the cliff. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And then you get to the cliff and you're like, shh, yep. all right, we jumping. You know what? Right. Exactly. right. We jumping. We jumping. Exactly. You know? Every like everything <laughs> I do professionally comes back to sort of motherhood, really, because I I always really try to be try to make myself the best example. I, I think what would I tell what would I tell my girls? What would I tell my sons? I would tell them, yeah, I understand it's scary, but you got to do it. Yeah, I understand it's hard, but you got to do it. You got to stay in the fight. You got to keep going. And so I just try to be the same cheerleader I am for them. I try to be that cheerleader for myself. Mm,
2: that's good. That's a good visual. That's,
1: that's a great yeah, visual. Yeah,
0: that's, that's, that's definitely good. So how do you communicate that kind of stuff back to your, your family? Like when you make these, these huge decisions and you know you're walking towards the cliff. Like my question is like when you went to your husband and you told your husband, "Hey, babe, I want to open this company." Note <laughs> that you have already tried it one time before. Before y'all got married, and you was unsuccessful, and so now you about to do it again. Um, how do you communicate that with him, and how do you do it in a way where one you're open to still hear his
1: his answer, yeah. and then how do you push forward and do it anyway? That is a great question. <laughs> and i'm going to be extremely transparent here some of this is very some of this is just plain old stubbornness <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: i had i have a, a vision i still have my own my own life and my own dreams and my own like talk with god i guess and so when i did go to him and kind of talk about cross management you know i I let him know what my vision was. I let him know what I wanted to do, and I wasn't completely articulate on it yet because it it really hadn't shaped up. But I knew in my heart what I wanted to do, so I tried not to talk over him. Like, "Oh, honey, I want to help government agencies with process improvement, and I want to lead projects. I want to," you know. I didn't give him all of the jargon. I just told him I I really. This is something I really want to do. And I've wanted to own my own business since I was eight years old. So I really think that this is something that I need to kind of push forward. And so his response was, okay, babe. Okay. I don't, I'm not entirely sure. So he's always supported me, but I'm not entirely sure he was, he was clear that I would stick to it, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. so, once it kept going, and the hours kept going, and my pursuits, even in the failures, kept going. Um, we we had to have constant conversations because I was like, "This is what I," you know, I had to communicate with him. I made I'm with with I made this decision because I wanted to lead me to here, so I had to mm-hmm. co- constantly talk to him. But it was just plain old stubbornness. I stuck to it because. Even in the failures and the the missteps, I stuck to it because I wanted to. I had to. I wouldn't. I was not comfortable when I took jobs. I still was not comfortable, and I couldn't put the, my dream sort of on the back burner because it had been with me too long, and I sidestepped it for so long. Having had kids early, having had to get myself out of school, then we got married, and then had to take in family. Like all the life stuff kept happening. Mm -hmm. And it was still, it really was still with me and I couldn't let it go. So I had to just, I had to do something with it. I had to bring it out. I had to bring it to fruition. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's good. I'm still, I'm still here thinking about that. I'm like, so you, you had, you said failures twice. I think you said up in there. Mm -hmm. And so how, a lot of times, the main reason why people don't pursue stuff, right, or or stop in the middle of that, even when you try to go back and talk to your talk to someone about, you know how you try to tell somebody something, right? Because this is normally how it happens. You have an idea, something's just brewing mm-hmm. in your spirit. At least mm-hmm. this is how it happens for me. Something's been brewing in my spirit, and I might try to say it. I might tell my husband, right? Because I know, mm-hmm. and no, that's not even true. That's not true. Let me be honest. I won't tell him <laughs> first because you know what? The Joker, he know me too well. He quick to shoot me down. So I might go to somebody else who may not shoot me down so fast, right? Right, right, right. You go to someone and you you tell them that this is this is what you're thinking about doing. And then you start to move forward. And then you go and you tell your spouse, you sort of explain it to him, but you you sort of it's sort of something that you sort of just know in your spirit that you want to do, but you right, you can't articulate it. So how do you what does that look like when you push yourself through those felling moments though? Because see. I know how that looks, right? You go through something, and it already sounded—you like already explained it a little crazy. So I really, mm-hmm. I sort of bought in just because of the fact that I love you. I didn't really buy in because right. I didn't really know what you talking about. Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And so now we mm-hmm. start stumbling and falling, and we still yeah. got that money question:
1: like, where's the money coming from? Where's the money coming from, girlfriend? What you doing? And honestly, what it looks like is sometimes it's ugly. It looks like the "I told you so's. It lo- so." It looks so. There is one. Too, so I took a position with um, with, with with this one company um, and the owner of the company had sort of promised to mentor me, show me, you know, business. And so it was he spoke to he spoke to a, a portion, a place in me that I felt like I was lacking and I couldn't learn on my own. So I took the position and Ronnie the whole time, you know, didn't like it from the beginning. Didn't he met the owner, didn't like him from jump. Didn't feel good about it, but you know, roll with me. When it fell apart, I got "I told you so." I got I I I had to listen to, you know, I told you I didn't like him from the beginning. I told you I didn't like the set. It was a lot of "I told you so's," and so in the failures, so you might have to listen to that. You might have to listen listen to. You know or, eat, or listen to the 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 non-beliefs the I told you so's, the naysayers i knew I knew that wasn't for you, you know, and whether that's a husband, a close friend, a parent, a sibling significant other you know you will you're going to hear it when you open yourself up and you're that vulnerable to share your dream. People only people can only speak from the place where they are and so they'll come they'll give you what they have and sometimes what they have is their own fear and their own lack of motivation. and so they speak to you from that place. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes in the failures in the dark moments you hear you hear the naysayers, but you got you just have to keep going. you have to even if you say it to yourself, mm-hmm. You have to find that little bit of strength in you to just make it to the next day and do one, two, three, three things or whatever you can just to keep keep in the fight and keep going. Hmm. Because it ain't easy. You know, you don't wake up and just like, oh, my God. I want to have my own catering business and, you know, I'm just going to go and buy all the things that I need and get an industrial kitchen and the, everything's just going to be great. And, you know, you go to the bank and you get a loan and they're going to approve it. You know, your business plan is stellar. No, it doesn't work that way. Like there's no pursuit that you're going to have in life where it's going to be this linear path. And people are not going to. Ha- people are always going to be on the sideline cheering you on. It just doesn't. So you have to have that little bit of strength to push you to be your mm-hmm. own cheerleader in the in the in the the dark moments.
2: Mm. Lovely.
0: Mm. I like I I've like yeah. like, heard you say both stubbornness and strength. Like right, like you gotta have a little bit of both of them <laughs> at this point, right? Yes. Sort of push through that, push through that that foolishness mm-hmm. of people saying no. And I think it's also fair to say that that you can expect to hear the no. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you probably should be growing to hear to to know that you're gonna hear the no. It's coming. Yes yes it is totally coming yes. and i think as long 100%. as we understand that part of it that that mm-hmm. no is not even though nobody ever talks about the no like nobody talks about the no true
1: <laughs> so true so true nobody ever sort of says to you like people who are you know especially the people who love you will to be like oh well girl you like it i love yes. it Oh, well, that sounds good and they'll try to you know oh i'm sorry that's that's okay they'll, they'll They'll, they'll try to be your cheerleader and do and say what's expected. Right. But nobody will ever tell you that sometimes the nose going to come and they especially don't tell you the nose will, will oftentimes put you on your butt and smack you harder than you, than you thought. Because remember that story that you make up in your head of how things are going to go. And then reality Reality doesn't meet, doesn't marry up with the story and it's hard. And nobody ever says, hey, listen, this is not going to be something that's going to be easy. It might take you 10 years. I read something the other day and it was so profound. It made so much sense. It may take you 10 years of just grinding to have a, one year that, that will change your life. A lot of people ain't signing up for no's for 10 years. To get to the eleventh year, you know, so it mm-hmm. so it definitely is. It definitely does take the stubbornness and the strength. I'm just- <laughs> Listen, I love it.
0: I love that. I think that is. I think that is just so profound.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what came to my mind. You both use the word expectations, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking I'm prone to set my expectation for the nose because mm-hmm. I believe it's part mm-hmm. of it. Um however I have a challenge with keeping the joy <laughs> as I trudge mm-hmm. through the nose because I believe and I know they're there because you know every other successful thing in my life came yeah. with nose, yeah. you know. Um so um I, I I accept that part, but having the joy with man it, um, profound. is something that I have a challenge with until I decide that. How about you decide they're, they're partners? Like, yeah. you got to figure out how to have that joy and positivity in the midst of getting those no's. And I know for a mm-hmm. fact that is not instinctive to me. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: yeah. It's a learned behavior. It, it um,
2: is. That's- I- you
1: it know, really, stuff, it really is a learning. It is. And you learn th- how to go ahead. Um, one of the habits that I had, again, from, you know, being a single mom was just doing. I didn't take time to celebrate. I didn't take time to, like, you know, kind of look back and, and, and look up and say, dang, that was that was real good. Give myself a pat on the back and keep going. I had to. Really learn, and I'm I'm so appreciative um, of the friends that I have, especially um, my friend Sasha, like, and my friend Jackie, and my make me stop and make me really look around and look at the hard work I've done, and really like, and really see, you know what? You didn't stop, you kept going. That's and that's. That's the joy in it that you kept going despite the no, despite the setbacks, despite being broke, despite messing up, you kept going that, 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 that right there in and of itself is so amazing.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think that is the, that is the part that most people, especially, um, you know, you get to a certain age, right? You look back and you realize you've been pushing all this time. You've been grinding all this time mm-hmm. because you said earlier, you said like a 10 years of grind to one year of success or like, you know, many years of success, but it gets to a point where you've been grinding for so long. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even realize
1: you've hit the success point because it's just another grind. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's yeah. why it's so important to, you know, there there, there are times where you're sowing the seed, you know, and you put you put your hands to the plow, and you just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. But there also is a time where you sort of have to look up and really be cognizant of the be cognizant of the work that you have done mm-hmm. for those mm-hmm. seeds to grow, and for those seeds to grow and really do with you know show you the benefit of of your hard work, truly. Right. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. Right. And I think it's also important to take advantage of moments like this, realizing that if there's one, two, three women that are just apprehensive about starting that 10-year grind, (laughs) Mm -hmm. making that decision to get started, that sharing this reality, that there will be some time of grind Yes. There will be no's, yes. but if we turn around and well, we put ourselves in community, mm-hmm. we will have those that love us mm-hmm. to help us celebrate. Um, stop for a moment and celebrate those um, victories, and it's you know using our experience to teach others to encourage them to to get going. Absolutely. I think I, I think this is one of those avenues.
1: Uh, it bringing really ourselves
2: is. joy by helping someone else get started
1: oh my god that's such a great point because I I I, I didn't understand the value of surrounding yourself with people with who are like minded and actually mm-hmm. doing something there's a saying that if, if you show me your friends I'll mm-hmm. show you how successful you are right. or you will be mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. I'm not good at quotes I like reading them, but I can never remember them. But <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the really pivotal moments that I had was beginning to position myself to be open to having relationships with other people who, were, who understood and were sort of on the same path when I first got married, I didn't have a lot of friends who had successful marriages.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like mm-hmm. he and I became friends and she was someone who I could, you know, sort of talk to about some of the fears and insecurities I had about my marriage, some of the successes I had about my marriage and she got it. And having that community is so important in any endeavor you take because you really don't Sometimes you feel so isolated Mm -hmm. and that alone being outside of your comfort zone and being vulnerable, that, that alone will make you want to quit and ask yourself, what am I doing this for? But having that community, having someone you can call when you're on the down days, like this is dumb. I'm about, I'm going (laughs) to do, you know, (laughs) why am I doing this to myself? they can remind you of your why they can remind you because you love it because you said you wanted to do x y and z because you were smarter than this you know they can just build you up because you you just won't have that kind of self motivation every mm-hmm. single day mm-hmm. you're, you're just not you're just it's, it's so funny. We bring this up all
0: the time um, on this podcast. I'm gonna tell you I think it's like a recurring theme: the importance of having a uh, having a solid squad, mm-hmm. right? And that and that your squad is so you know your your squad really helps you because iron shopping are iron, right? Yes. And you get to a place where. It, it's hard sometimes, right? Because, you know, you grew up with a squad. You got a squad from, from elementary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those are a lot of guys. And you know if things get tight, you could always call them. They always right there. But then you also realize that there's another place that God is calling you to go mm-hmm. that your squad really isn't ready for. Whoa. So you, you have, then have to open yourself Whoa. up to be to take in, you know, to 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 you know, meet other people yes. and deal with other people, yes. and it's hard to get, make friends as an adult. It's hard to make friends as a thirty-five-year-old yes. woman. It's hard. Yes. It's hard to make friends with a forty-four-year-old woman. Yes. That's not easy because we know us. Yes, girl, and I You know, I'm short. Yes. You, 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 you know, short. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so just that alone to be to be in a space and to be to be. Uh, Self-aware enough mm-hmm. um, to be self-aware enough to be able to say that, wow, the squad I started with, is not the squad I can continue with to take me to that next yeah. level is a beautiful thing to me, yeah. right? Because then you can intentionally seek out people who either have what you want or at least look like they got what you want, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So where you can just go to them and just learn. Like, I'm just coming just to learn. Yes. I just want to be in a room. Yes. I want to be in a room yes. where it
1: You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so important because one of the things that people will, that you will experience making friends as an adult is leaving friendships behind as well, yeah. And that being that vulnerable and dealing with that sometimes, I don't know about other women, but I deal with, um, and I've spent a great many days on a therapist's couch because I deal with a lot of guilt behind, um, having been the first. Of my siblings to graduate college, having been the first person to, you know, sort of, quote unquote, look like I have it together. um, In our community, it's almost, it's almost frowned upon. Like growing up, I always heard, oh, you talk white or you do, you know, Mm -hmm. as if. As if mm-hmm. ambition and pursuing though pursuing ambition was something that was wrong mm-hmm. so so as a, i became an adult, those kind of themes stayed with me and I, my friends absolutely you know they they helped me out of that that place but once I moved out of that place now i'm in a in a different place, and so I get different. i have i have different friends. And so some of those friendships fall off and then you feel you feel really emotional about those friendships sort of going away or, you know, dissipating. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you have to be okay with being vulnerable enough to make room for what is coming in because it's energy, right? What flows into you, something has to flow out of you. Your cup can only, you know, the we can only do but so much and it you have to be able to be okay and this is just something I've dealt with, you have to be okay with things evolving and just flowing, just going with the flow with them but it is so important to have, surround yourself and diligently seek out folks who are going to make up your, your tight circle, mm-hmm. who are going to really have your back. Mm-hmm.
0: But to me, I think that's a result of the first two steps, right? I think that was a result of you talking yourself through having all those emotions about how you're going to make these decisions yeah. and still walk into the cliff, right? Yes. <laughs> and yes. then jump it anyway. Yes. And then after you've made a decision, mm-hmm. I think then, you know, you have to press through with whole, this whole strength and stubbornness, stubbornness and strength, right? You have to keep on going. And I think on the, out, the back side of that then means the results should look like your circle should be different. Because you've gone through so much other stuff in your life and you've grown in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like there should be some there should be some some levels of growth there that show up in your life. Like it shouldn't be that you've gone it shouldn't be that you've, you know, raised six children and you've, and you've, you know, gotten married and you've opened these businesses and you've got the first person to get these degrees in your family and you've done all these things and you still are the same Yvonne from the block. True like, story. <laughs> true story. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. That's, you know what I'm Yeah. That's 100% true. That's
0: you me. know, and so what that looks like on the other side to me will be that you have different friends. That's, you should yeah. just have different friends. You should have different interests. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like that. And the most important thing is, is that we have to be okay with that. Like we have to be okay
1: mm-hmm. with
0: knowing that in this process of becoming, mm-hmm. that we are growing into something completely different and new. Yes. And everybody that started with us may not be the only other side. Ooh, and yeah. that is okay. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. One, yes. Yes. You can't take everybody with you. That's one thing I've like, learned. You just can't. You can't take everybody with you because it, those folks are not going to serve you. Some of those relationships will no longer serve you. You just can't, and it's okay. Like you said, it's okay. You got to be okay with it. It's it's crazy to think about though, because when you're in your in your comfort space and you think about the relationships that you have that build your comfort space, no longer being that is really scary. It is. It's it's scary, but you gotta you gotta just do it anyway because mm-hmm. you don't know how it's gonna turn out.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: But I think it's fantastic to make
0: room for those new relationships. Like the the relationships I've made in the last five years have been unbelievably, um, just you know, encouraging, motivating, sustaining. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For me, things that I had, you know, places where I didn't even realize I was missing. Yeah, mm-hmm. these people have come in and filled in these gaps in these areas mm-hmm. that I didn't even realize there was the a deficiency.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. So true. And so I'm thinking about. The woman that had the experience of having a very supportive family um, and and lots of friends and um, there was great comfort in being um, seen as the you know the high achiever and you know everyone rallied around her success. it's a little disconcerting for mm-hmm. us to even suggest. <laughs> that she's going to, you know, grow beyond these people because they're not bad people. It's just, um, I think what we're saying is they're limiting in being able to sharpen her as she grows and achieve her goals, not that they would drag her down or anything of that nature. We're just suggesting Mm -hmm. that there needs to be, um, uh, someone at the peer level of motivation, maybe mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. take you from where you are to the next place, because you need someone to challenge you. That's a, yeah. that's a good And point. so even though your heart may have very tight strings and that's a blessing to have mm-hmm. very, uh, deep, fruitful relationships, that is a blessing. But just to recognize that in order for you to be pulled up and pulled forward, that you will need a a different group of influence. And um, so that may be a little bit more palatable, Um, not thinking that, oh, they're suggesting I have to replace people. But we just want them to recognize that you have to have enough emotional space for people to pull you forward, not just pat you on the back.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: It is 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 a blessing to have cheerleaders, but you do have to have enough space for somebody to pull you forward. So that's, you know, I'm just, just suggesting that. um, Because I, I could just imagine, Oh no, my, my, my family has been, Awesome, and and you know, and right. that's a blessing. That's a blessing <laughs> if you got that story. You know, I don't want you to change it, <laughs> but yeah. um, you do need to have somebody pull you forward. So, so the, the there's room, but you gotta make room because we all have li- we all have limits in our in our that's time true. and our energy. Yeah. yeah,
1: and you also have to have that friend that's willing, that one hundred percent is willing to call right. you out. <laughs> 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 We you we shy away from that friend because or or we label that mm-hmm. friend, you know? um, be, and and rightfully so because sometimes that friend is is super shady, right? Mm-hmm. But but or they have super shady tendencies. Let me say that. But if you have someone who 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 everyone needs that friend who in love mm-hmm. will come to you. And one hundred percent, sit you down and have a come to come to the Jesus moment. Let's let's have a little altar prayer. Let's talk about this thing, child, and really just tell you, hey, listen, I don't know what you, I don't know what your thought process is, but listen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what you're doing ain't mm-hmm. right. Or very right. very simply, you're. I see where you're trying to go. You told me that you want to build this mm-hmm. dream your actions are not lining exactly. up with where you want to exactly. go and you need the course correct and I think I think we all need yep. to, to be open to having that friend and really listening to him because we need we need those folks to keep us on to keep us on absolutely track.
2: absolutely I agree hundred yep. percent. Yeah. Now I'm gonna admit I'm usually that friend. So wait yeah, till you
1: do
0: do my like that. Yeah.
2: <listen>.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, she is.
0: Okay. Said, well, you say, you know? <laughs> um, and you don't talk to these friends often you just you know by the time you come to them and they got real raggedy because you already know you raggedy you like all right so <laughs> let me just tell you what happened right you know what I'm saying? exactly like so all right yeah yeah but you I definitely think that um it's so important to have that that very diverse mm-hmm. circle, yes. you because know, I feel like we all have a space. I need that person, like for me, Barbara's always gonna be my calm friend. She is never gonna let me go too far. She's gonna keep me right there in that middle space. Yeah. But I know if I need to take a ride in a black neon, I can call Yvonne all day. 100%. You see what I'm saying? 100%. Like that's what you, you just gotta know who you calling <laughs> for what. You see True what I'm saying? True story,
1: yes, yes. yes. yes.
0: But everybody has this place, everybody has this place in my life, but it's, it's so crazy though that, that, you know, it is so important that as you're trying to transcend and be this, be your great, your best self, that you definitely have to surround yourself with people who are also striving to be their best self. Yes,
1: ma'am. That's mm-hmm. the trick. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: What yep. you cannot really do, and, and what, well, what I find myself struggling with is if, I'm, if I still have people connected to me who are not mm-hmm. really trying, because now I don't understand what the problem is. You see know what I'm saying?
2: Yes. <laughs> or maybe just me? No.
1: no, no, it's or you empathize a little bit too much, or you, like I, I know for me, like I'll empathize and I try to, you know, give the perspective, like you know, of, of all sides, trying to see where this person could be coming from, or, but you know, you just sometimes it really just boils down to. You got to just get up and get going, and you, or you have to be that friend to say, Dude, that's mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And, and, and I'm okay. I, I'm okay receiving that. You know, I have on many occasion gone to a corner and cried after, but you get up and mm-hmm. you keep going.
2: You so I
1: have
0: one. Yeah. You, I, I, I'm just, I'm a <laughs> work
1: in progress. <laughs>
0: Listen, listen, I think that is a perfect spot because I think that is something that we all should be able to say with, with you know, um, we we should all just be able to say and know for sure that we're right. all a work in progress. And it gets Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And we're getting better every day. And every you know, single day. Into, as long as we're paying attention to, you know, the the decisions that we're making and what those impacts are and what we really want this life to really shape out and look like, right? I think yes. that is always my, that is what thing that I'm always pushing for is that mm-hmm. with every decision, what is, what what story am I trying to tell? Like, what is that story? Right? Yes. And so yes. even with the doing this, you know, creating this podcast and going and doing this podcast and having with like stuff on here, the whole thought process was for me was to be able to share with other women that we're all out here together and it's all a work in progress for all of us. And while the the social media may say start up from the bottom down here and true yeah. a whole bunch of steps in between <laughs> you know what yeah.
1: I mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really
0: to highlight all those steps in between
1: yes cause I'm trying to tell you these social media and these videos these little 30 second clips really How have people out here hella believing like nah the glow up is real and yes. you know it took no time at all when nah. really the glow up <laughs> is hella ugly the glow up takes a whole lot of mornings when you just when you want two to three hours of sleep you can barely think you got you just throwing you know you just Mm -hmm. trying to get over the fact that you you done spent the last few nights trying to just figure it out or you know you're Mm -hmm. studying hard you don't have no money to get Mm -hmm. stuff done or you have people who don't understand you, you might be in the perfect situation. And as far as you understand, as far as you know, and you got people around you who love you and you still feel uncomfortable on the inside. That's
0: true. That's true. You and I think know? that's the part that I'm always so interested in sharing because I think that a lot of people just don't see that. They don't see all the all the stuff. We just see we we just see we just see yes. the success, right? The success always looks late. Like. Yes. I cleaned up for the interview, like I cleaned yes. up, but you ain't know that I was crying I got right. all the way. <laughs> <laughs> the whole way to call makeup I cleaned up once <laughs> I got here. You know what I'm saying? And I think that to me is a story yes. that I think most people need to really understand is that backstory because it's not easy and there is yes. a grind. There is a grind, mm. and that grind is not just in trying to pursue your dream, but it's all is also with all the people connected to it. The, it's with all those people Absolutely. and so we here as a community yes. of women we're trying to inspire and motivate other women to know that you're not alone in your fight but fight anyway. Okay. Keep keep talking yourself keep talking to, yourself, keep talking to yeah. yourself as you walking towards the cliff
1: and then once right. you
0: get to the cliff jump
1: yes <laughs> jump yeah. Jump. Jump. Yeah. jump just jump you gotta jump you gotta jump and you gotta keep going like is it gonna hurt going down like you gonna hit the rocks Steve Harvey made this analogy and it made so much sense. You don't have a parachute. You might get the parachute halfway down, but meantime, between time, you're going to hit some rocks. Yeah. You're going to be bruised. It's going to hurt. People gonna people who you thought might catch mm-hmm. you aren't going to be there. You you ain't going to be able to figure out a whole lot of stuff. Shoot, you might hit the ground and have to roll down a couple of well, you before you right. get have to dust yourself uh-uh. off. But <laughs> But you this,
2: going. Is, this does not look like no. fun ladies <laughs> but, you know
0: but wait but this, this, this right here is it my doesn't. point and this is what I'm going to say is that what I want you to know no matter what if you just take a moment and look around you'll see other people coming down with you like other people are, all, other people are doing the same jump they're doing the same jump the difference that, tele, that separates yes. that separates an entrepreneur like yourself Yvonne and the person who just sit back and watch you on, just follow you is that you decide to jump mm-hmm. you decide mm-hmm. to take the leap yeah, you know what i'm saying so yeah. i would say get they, your courage up ladies and take the
1: leap okay. yeah. you got to because the courage part is is what it is like barbara you make a perfect point it doesn't sound fun it really doesn't but i'm gonna the mm-hmm. fear mm-hmm. is real like if you said nothing there and you got this thing in your heart and you want to do it and you coming up in your mind like okay well i don't i don't want this to happen and i don't Fear is real, disappointment is real, those negative feelings are real and they're gonna happen, but the joy right. is so right. real. Right. The the happy day right. Is right. so real. Right. The is <laughs> so right. real. Your life changes right. are so real. Right. Okay. Right. I'm trying to tell you, like, it, it is not I'm i I, I promise you on everything I love right before we got on this podcast I just opened up um, a bill for for the company and it kind of stung me a little bit it's not exactly what I, what I thought that I would see it's a little bit higher than I thought but I am in a position to pay it straight away now and I'm not bragging but I, if this was me three years ago mm-hmm. that thing would have mm-hmm. took me out okay but the joy of the hard work that I've put in to be able to take care of that right straight off the bat is amazing. And it's a place that I wanted to be in and to be able to celebrate that, you know, the work that was put in. You got You have to mm-hmm. go through the not fun. to get to the fun. Right, absolutely.
2: (laughs) You know, and and as certain as the the fun and the joy, so will be regret. You know, I'll do the Debbie Downer side. So regret will come too. So let's just put the energy in. Yes. Jump off that cliff. See how many Mm -hmm. people are around you doing the same thing and get to the positive side, get to those goals as opposed to that certain regret if you never mm-hmm. decide mm-hmm. to jump off a cliff, um, so yep. let's just go ahead and invest the energy to give ourselves the opportunity for the joy, for the celebration. Yes, and um, yes. there's a there's a circle of sisters that are, can encourage you along the way, and I, I think that's what we wanted to accomplish tonight. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, awesome. Yvonne, you know what? Thank you so much for taking your time out.
1: <laughs> Man, thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Really is. We definitely
0: so appreciate your time. I'm sure that women are going to listen to this and get insight and going to laugh and going to be like, what? <laughs> so I'm just supposed to run and jump off this crazy cliff because it does not sound fun, ladies. But it is so worth it because we're going to talk about the joys after the fact. So Yes. But thank you so much yes. for your time. And, and, you know, and, you know, I love you much. And it- Well, ladies, I hope you enjoyed that last segment with Yvonne Harris on the Dare to Pivot podcast. I wanted to give you all a chance to go check out her website since we didn't talk about it much in the episode. You can find Yvonne at crossmanagementconsulting.com. Cross management is a company that deliver, that provides IT project management, engineering services, and IT management consulting. That's a mouthful. <laughs> so if you're looking for those services um, or you would just like to connect with Yvonne, if there was something that she said that res- sort of resonated with you and you're looking for someone who can be a mentor to help you actually walk towards that cliff and then give you the courage to jump or help you to jump, how about reach out to Yvonne? I'm sure she will be there to provide that support (laughs) if you need it. Again, ladies, thank you so much for listening. You are definitely the main reason why we're here. And so I appreciate you. I pray that you are all blessed. And I'll talk to you next week.